Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and our topic for today is going to be Everyday Miracles for Ancestral Healing. Before we swing into that, I'd like to remind you that we have a time and date change that has taken place starting today. So if you found us, you probably already paid attention and caught up with that time and date change, uh, but we are now on the business channel starting today, April 10th. So that's the first announcement. We're happy to be on this new channel and we will be weaving in more of the business aspect along with the intuitive as we move forward. Uh, the other thing I would like to invite you to do is take a moment, grab your pen and paper and write down this URL because it is a gift for you. Superpowerquiz.us. And what this quiz does is it answers the question, what is your number one spiritual superpower? Because we all have them, but they're so hard to see because it just feels like it's me being me. This is the way people are built. And the truth of the matter is, no, this is the way you are uniquely and specially built. And this is your superpower in this world. This is the blessing that you brought with you that is special and unique to you. And here's your opportunity to look in the mirror and find out what that is. So that's superpowerquiz.us and discover what your number one spiritual superpower actually is. Today's guest is a return guest. You will remember her as Franny the Healer, Francoise Dossier. Uh, she's a master intuitive healer, speaker, teacher, medium, psychic, past life regression specialist, and the co-founder of Energy Works Intuitive Healers. Her innate ability to work with and read energy helps her tune to the most powerful frequencies and create profound shifts for everyone she heals. Franny has roots in both social and ecological activism, as well as social services, specifically working with adults and children with disabilities. She's also passionate about healing, being accessible to everyone on the planet. She has been called a miracle worker due to her amazing ability to connect with the angels and masters to activate powerful healing and transformation. She is highly intuitive and has a remarkable ability to read people's energy. Her specialties include energy healing, the releasing of stuck energy, stress, trauma, those sorts of things, past life reading and regressions, mediumship, ancestral lineage reading and healing, and unique intuitive readings in alignment with spiritual laws, healer mentoring, and spiritual guidance, negative energy removal, space blessing, clearing, ceremonies, sacred attunements, and classes. All of these are available. Oh my goodness, Franny, what a list. <laughs> All the fun. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All the fun. Um, and so today we're here to specifically talk about ancestral karma, ancestral curses, these sorts of things that come down through the family lineage. I mean, some, th some things are beautiful, right? You have, you know, particular giftedness in music, perhaps that gets passed down through a, an ancestry. Uh, how do you know if what's coming down through your ancestors 
is uh, a beautiful positive karma or a negative karma? That's such a great question. It's <clears throat> thank you so much, Sophia, for having me today. I just want to say you're just such a bright light. Oh, and I really enjoy my time with you. It's like your guides, you just sparkle. Oh, thank you. Sparkles you my favorite color. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but thank you for the opportunity to talk about this. It means a lot to me, you know, as a, as a, a person who has seen both, you know, my parents struggle in different ways, you know, this has been on my mind. And as we, you know, as my work to become a healer really started of focusing on what I needed to heal, yeah. you know, and that healers, we are evolution. We're in evolution while we're on the planet. Thank God we still have things to heal because we're still here. <laughs> well, and the truth of the matter is a lot of people are like, well, I can't be a healer because I'm not healed yet. And no, the wounded healer is an archetype for a reason. <laughs> if you were not wounded, you probably would not be doing this work. <laughs> yes, precisely. And, you know, my strong belief is that we're in the third dimension and healing is not the elimination of the challenges. It is the ability to move through them. It is the ability to move through suffering. We're going to have grief because we perceive death as a loss on this plane. You know, we perceive things so differently. So it, it really is that ability to move through pain. It seems like a miracle when we can, when yeah. we're hurting and we well, get through it. It's and even the spiritual path, a lot of people find the spiritual path and they're like, oh, I've got my easy button. It's all going to be flow and synchrony from here on out. And while there are amazing aspects of that happen while you're on the spiritual path, you're still a human being here on right. this earth. And so there still will be moments of frustration or anger or or whatever, right? Because we remain attached to our our expectations and, and what we think ought to happen and the way we think things ought to be. And th these are major sources of pain and suffering. And it doesn't just go away <laughs> right. because you've right. decided to live from, from a more soul-led uh, perspective. Yes. And, you know, as you said, I mean, really as a true master honors anger, honors the sadness you know, cause you're able to get through it. You're able, that's the, the biggest thing. I think you're just, you're able to return to okay and able to, from there, expand to joy again. Absolutely. And I, I think one of the largest things that comes from the spiritual path is not the complete elimination of these things, but the ability to move through them a little bit more rapidly because you're moving through them more consciously. You're like, oh, I'm in a, a painful place. Is there a message here for me? What is this telling me about what I need to do for myself? Is there a boundary I need to set? Do I need to acknowledge this loss that's happened in my life? What, what is the thing, right? <laughs> right, right. So, you know, when my, when my guides taught me a little bit more about ancestral lineage and what was going to flow down, you know, one of my favorite things is past lives and connecting to our past life history as well. And so similar to past life history, there's always really positive things. Take any lifetime, doesn't matter how traumatic it ended or a big traumatic event you may see somewhere. There's also these really amazing things you learned. There's oh. turning points, there's gifts in each of them. So very much the way my guide showed me is that in each the ancestral lineages we choose, 
so poignantly are not because of our parents, like just their positive side. In yeah. fact, it's the opposite. We choose them based on their lineages, specific challenges. Yeah, exactly. Um, that whatever positive comes with it, hey, that's a bonus, right? Right, right. Well, and, and, and I find it interesting, the statement that you made about no matter how heavy and dense that past life seemed to be, there's always something wonderful and light that comes out of it. And I'd like to, I guess, just echo or reinforce that because the more past life regressions I've been doing recently um, with clients and that sort of thing, the more of those I've been doing, the more I see that pattern play out. You know, we'll go through three or four lives where it's like uh, destitute or enslaved or or whatever it was, right? And we get down to like, having gone through three or four of these lives and when we're tying up the session and we're pulling out the lessons and stuff it's always amazing positive stuff that comes out at the end and and the clients come away feeling empowered and uplifted which seems sort of counterintuitive to me also almost you know it's like we just went through these lives where you were impoverished and dying of famine in the ireland <laughs> uh right. potato yes you know yes. And, and it's like and and we come out of it and they're like oh i feel so much better and i don't feel like i need to whatever the thing was you know get get right. external validation from other people or whatever the lesson was and it's it's always incredible to me how the positive sticks with them and the negative just kind of floats away. Oh, you released it. You helped them yeah. let it go. It's gone. It's so beautiful. And that, you know, one of the reasons I really wanted to talk about this is that there's some misunderstandings around ancestral lineage, you know, and specifically thinking of, yes, our love relationship patterns difficult. Absolutely. Is yeah. it an ancestral curse? Question mark. Maybe, you know, it, maybe not. We need right. more information, right? Right. And it doesn't, you know, honestly, curse patterns can feel intense, but they, there are some times that it feels very similar to just, it's, it's just patterns of energy lying on top of each other combined to the point where you're like, this is a curse. Like it's it won't like the change. perfect storm. Really yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just very stuck. And it's, Many, you know, what we think of when we're human is like mistakes, but steps in learning in this pattern, and they could be repeated many times. They could be experienced yeah. many different ways. Well, and I find things tend to repeat until you've worked your way through them, and then they'll repeat one more time to show you that you have worked your way through them, and then right. you're done. <laughs> right, right. And often when we're stuck in a pattern, we're like, okay, I'm going to get myself an ancestral lineage clearing, which I recommend, you know, it's great. Oh, yeah. um, or if you do like somebody like me who does catch all healings, like you, you, you go in and that's what you want to focus on. Great. We'll do that. <clears throat> but I want to, you know, really let go of this idea that something outside us has so much of a hold that ancestral lineage. Yes. It's a big deal but we always have access to our ability to understand it from a different perspective. So when we're holding the energy of like, oh, this is a curse from my lineage, it's gonna help keep that with you. 
a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, longer. that will help to hold it in place. Yeah, the whole thought <laughs> and, that it's a curse. Right. But also, you know, really we do at the same time get to acknowledge that feeling. Like it has mm-hmm. felt like it has followed you, plagued you. And we want to honor all the feelings you've had around it and support you in investigating. We can go down each lineage. We can, it's cool that there's so many different ways. I had somebody just do that with me through an emotion code and mm-hmm. figure out the lineage. You know, every yeah. healer, everybody has their own way, but you can literally go down the lineage and sometimes a lineage will just jump up. Oh, okay, it was the fifth one. And I'll see an ancestor rise up. I'm like, okay, oh, thank you. Or sometimes it'll be along several of the lineages that, okay, this pattern is coming up to clear. And then, um, you know, my, I really like to be open-minded around negative energy because defining it so. And I guess one thing I want to kind of throw out there before we go deep into that is when you accept responsibility, and I put that into two words <laughs> on purpose, response, ability for what is happening around a pattern, whether it's an ancestral thing, something that happened in your life, something that happened to you. Um, responsibility doesn't mean that you deliberately brought it on yourself, okay? What it means is you're taking, you're owning the and then of that story. Okay, whatever arrived, arrived. You have power where your power starts is with the end then. Okay, so you were in a car accident, you had massive injuries, and then what did you choose to do? Did you choose to go through all of the the rehab that needed to happen? Did you choose to explore alternative healing options to help you recover more quickly? What what choices did you make? Or did you choose to be depressed and hang out in the bed and give up on life, right? Um, yeah. You have control over that and then. And even if you made that last choice of, I'm going to be depressed in the bed and, and not participate in any way, you can change that and then at any moment. Yeah. Yeah, very, very much so. That's the thing, you know, one of the most important parts of healing is that empowerment piece. It felt so freeing to see the spiritual perspective of, oh, this lineage wasn't thrown on me. I wasn't just shoved into this tough situation. It's something that I carefully examined and I looked and I felt my soul family around me and I knew those ones who were here to help me transform it. And yes, we can certainly choose parents as perpetrators in our lives. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot and, of us have. <laughs> yes, yes. And and even at the end of that experience, we can see them both as teachers, as people who love us, and as perpetrators. Sometimes all of those come through. Sometimes just one of them is prevalent the entire lifetime. So it, it is, it, it really is like, just had so many people come in and be like, please get this off of me. And it's more like, let's get it. What you are here to do is break ancestral curses. And I've seen a lot of memes around this. I agree with it so much. The people who are called the black sheep of the family or are who feel when you feel like an outsider in your family, often it is, you are there challenging the norm. I'm I'm the only sane one here. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's wrong with these people. I'm the only reasonable person in the room. (laughs) 
Yes. Yes. And, and bless your heart for that because you're here to change things. Yeah. You know, there are and because those... it's yours, your ancestral, you have the ability to claim that response ability that actually leverages and moves it for everybody else. Yes. We I are, love that response ability. Absolutely. Yes. We are up on our first break already. Can you believe it? What I would like <laughs> no. to invite you to do, those who have joined us here today, take your pen, take your piece of paper and spend some time around the family garbage. Okay, for lack of a better term, the family garbage that is up for you in your life, whether it's that your mother is controlling and can't see another way to be, or you've got a narcissistic father or whatever. Um, the family thing is you can't pick a good boyfriend to save your soul. Whatever that is, I want you to spend some time around what it is and specifically how it's showing up for you. And uh, give it a few minutes to think about what how you might claim response ability over this thing that you did not as a personality embodied in the 3D choose. <laughs> and hang with us, we'll be right back. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to TellZofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A dot com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's tellzofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. Enjoying our shows and can't get enough of us? Follow us on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio and see what we're cooking up for you. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I am still here with Franny the Healer. And before the break, I invited you to make a list of what's up for you in your life around the family junk that goes on, whether it's difficult memory, members of the family or family patterns that you're playing out in your life that you haven't been able to, to get rid of. Uh, so Franny, now that we have this list, and maybe a few ideas about how we might take response ability <laughs> uh, yes, or I what's going it. on there. 
How do we move forward with this? So I, you know, this, I love that you have people write a list down. This is perfect way is acknowledging them. Number one, just kind of seeing them in, in their place and seeing how, um, you know, on so many levels, what we observe, we take in and it's not even, there's a lot of ways that our unconscious takes these things in. So releasing forgiveness, you know, is the number one, you have to forgive everybody who has harmed you immediately. We would never say you have to forgive. You don't have to. Let's let's understand what you mean by forgiveness, because I think there are a lot of myths out there about what forgiveness is or what forgiveness means in somebody's life. And I think that's a lot of what makes people resistant to the idea. Yes, exactly. I mean, you know, as a healer, we see energy. So when you're really angry at your father and they've harmed you, his energy is like on your body. Their energy, that that hurt, that suffering, like you can actually see it. It's almost, you see the layers of other people's energy that are stuck within the patterns of your own energy and how yeah, it's they like clog the, up the anger work. and the unforgiveness is almost like a magnet that keeps it stuck there. Right. Right. And it, you know, so seeing it that way and explaining it are two totally different things because never do I want to tell someone what to do. You know, you don't right. have to, you're not forced to forgive your dad. Now I, and I actually had a conversation with one of my beautiful people I served this week they're like, I'm not ready or willing to forgive right yet. And I like, I get that. And there's no have to's with me. So don't worry about that. Yeah. However, I do want to share that one of the things that has helped me is the practice of forgiveness. So it's the idea of I'm ready to let go. And you don't even have to intend that it's the person or the experience that harmed you the most. You know, when, when you've experienced right. deep trauma, those flashes, the flashes can just keep coming forward in your mind. So when you begin, we, we nobody wants, you know, to continue that um, pattern of he feeling and seeing that which has harmed you the most. Yeah. So I equate forgiveness even more with letting go. And then eventually you decide in your heart, you don't have to decide I'm forgiving someone. To me, forgiving someone specifically and looking at the person saying, you know what, I'm able now to really let go what happened between us. That's different than the practice of forgiveness to me. Right. And I'm open to other understandings, but the practice of forgiveness to me is seeing that person that harmed me and letting them be showered with love. Let the, you know, one of the great practices, and I'll share this with uh, later as well, is bringing the great central sun in between the two of you. The great central sun represents that energy of love that can flow to you peace, or you can think of it as peace. You don't think of it as love, peace that flows to you, peace that flows to them, love that flows to you, love that flows to them. If you still very much love that person, even if you can't stand them right now, um, (laughs) that that energy separates you. You have space from them energetically in this dimension and all dimensions in the past, present, and future. This is what you are declaring for this moment. And, um, Letting that energy of peace shower the two of you allows your body to let go of that experience, your organs to let go of that experience, your chakras to let go of that experience. And, you know, you can still manifest your dreams into reality. It's just, you only have so much room in your beautiful little being. You came in as a human and yes, you have this glorious energy field outside the human body for sure. 
at the same time, you still, that's not a lot of space for the magnificence that you are. And anchoring that takes practice and it takes expansion. I love attunements because that expansion allows more that at the same time, this is why teachers, you know, they've had their brilliant energy fields expanded. Teachers have the same amount of ability to hold what they want in their energy field. They do not have to hold forgiveness in their energy field. So a magnificent, glorious, beautiful teacher can still be holding a lot of dense energy. And that's yeah. okay. Anger, We're all human. We're all working in progress. Yeah, exactly. Um, but and, how well, much and- of your energy field is free for what you want to manifest depends on that to me, that factor. How much can we let go and make room for? Yeah. I think of forgiveness <clears throat> not so much in relation to the other person but as in relation to allowing yourself to step clear of whatever that was, okay? Because when you hold that anger and resentment, it keeps you in a little cage. And when you can say, I don't have to stay in this cage and open that door and step out, you have blessed yourself with freedom. Okay, you do not have to remain trapped in that cage of anger and resentment. Um, And then once you've stepped out of that cage, it makes it a little easier than to look at what happened from a a longer perspective, a less personalized perspective. And I think it allows evolution towards what we in society would consider quote-unquote forgiveness which is being able to sit in the same room with that person and not treat them with a hostility kind of thing. Um, But you don't need to go to that length to free yourself from what happened in the past. Exactly. It's it's not necessary. And so you never have to reconnect with them to say, I've forgiven you. You don't have to do that. You don't have to ever sit in the same room with them. You don't have to include them back in your life. These are some of the things that people think forgiveness means. You can, you can right. completely forgive what happened without inviting that person back into your life. You're not required to do that. And in fact, I don't advise that you do that in 98% of the cases. <laughs> right. Yes. You're honoring. They, in fact, help you create those new boundaries. That's right. You know, through the experience you had with that person, your boundaries are new and you never have to put yourself in that position of being with them. This is the new self-love you acquired. Through that experience. So I think we posted some some myths around forgiveness. So the first thing was to to see what it is, see the pattern for what it is, to free yourself. When we release that energy, from the pain about the cage. Yeah, I'm so sorry. That was, I mean, spot on. Yeah. So step one was to recognize it. Step two was to free yourself from those traumas. And then what's the next step? The next step, well, I'm not sure if it's the next one, but I do want to say one of the big, big topics is communication. Mm -hmm. So what are we learning from this? You know, why did there come up kind of the perspective piece? And um, to me, whenever we have a major ancestral pattern, it's almost always the orbit is communication, how we're communicating, what we need, how we're communicating with each other. You know, there's so many times where there's an inherited way of speaking to someone when you're trying to protect them that is actually painful. Oh, and extremely hurtful, a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
And um, we absolutely, the one of the things, you know, I, I'm in that forgiveness vein that I feel like many of my beautiful humans who I serve have been working on is those, the, the letting go of being free of something that they feel was done on purpose. Yes. And, and the way that my guides worked with me on this, especially when I was younger and a teenager was to go around the circle, like this circle of energy, understanding it from as many perspectives as I could. And if I was still not able to accept the other perspective or see the other side and feel that no matter what way you look at this, this was still harmful. That's how I would judge whether I, you know, my anger was valid. Yeah. Well, and just before of, I learned to just validate yeah. the anger, you know, when I was yeah. <laughs> still little, I, still I was wronged by God. Yes, yes you absolutely. You don't need to. You don't need to stand on that. We agree that you were wronged. Um, yeah, but one of exactly. the things that helped me, um, and I think one of the big lessons that's been up for me in this life is what I now call enemy patterning. And it was important for me to release the enemy patterning around the people who had wronged me, uh, and I started with smaller injustices and worked into the bigger ones. <laughs> um, That's great. But the important thing for me was to humanize the other person again and to recognize that they made this terrible choice, but it was the best choice that they had available to them in their current experiences for whatever reason and to spend some time around understanding what context made that their only viable choice. And that's, it's a hard thing to step into. It's not maybe the first thing you want to attempt to do. Um, but again, going around that energy wheel, right? <laughs> that's one angle you can come at it from. What made this the best choice for them in their experience and their understanding in that moment? And I find if I can humanize them that way, it helps me a lot with being able to step away from what happened. And if you're an activist, it also gives you uh, an idea of what uh, environments need to change for society to evolve, right? right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, you know, while we're myth busting with forgiveness, I want to bring up myth busting with some of the classes I've seen offered around ancestral lineage healing. Yes, let's talk about that. What are some of the myths that you've seen? Well, one is that one that one has to pay for ancestral crimes or sins. Oh, okay. So like my German relatives who may have been involved with Holocaust atrocities kind of situation. Right. Yeah. Right. And that somehow the, that, um, you know, that it's, that we're first of all going, that bad things that have happened to us is because of that. Yeah. Um, or, you know, I, I just feel that there, I, I understand cause and effect, and there's certainly things that we pick our lineage for that um, there are strong um, 
karma and dharma is real. You know, we know dharma is really our divine plan. Um, and karma is divine law. And at the same time, like to perceive as a human that we so understand this divine law that we're somehow paying for something that somebody else would do, I think is a misunderstanding. And that um, it's kind of like, you know, one of my moms, she's so cute. We were raised Catholic. She was like, I don't agree with original sin. I don't. Yeah, the sins of the fathers (laughs) visited on the sons and to the whatever. Yes. Yes. I mean, just that idea, you're, you come in, you come in with the information you have. Yes, you have ancestral lineage. You also have your own past life lineage. So there's, if you want to look at it that way, I mean, the, the ascended masters are said to have experienced all the different aspects of living as a human on this planet. Yeah. That includes the negative ones. Absolutely. They they had the lives where they wore the black hats and did all the, the evil deeds, right? Yeah. And it's as it's much as the white ones. <laughs> right. Right. So we're we're all of us. We come in with baggage, with what we call with what we loosely call, you know, baggage. And yeah. you have this opportunity with this beautiful life to to be your best self, regardless of what your ancestors have done before. So maybe your ancestry, you know, maybe 20 years ago, that ancestry will be that, that, um, you know, your family brought about the end, you know, the cures for cancer, you know, so therefore free ride, you know, this is, if we take this logic and look at it different ways. Yeah. It's like, now I get a free pass to whatever. No, 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 no. So the, her whole purpose in being here is really learning and everyone has the ability to create and transform no matter what happened in your physical past, in your past life past, in your ancestral lineage past and the divine supreme love that is wouldn't send you down like a video game with like, okay, you're coming down with one of those black clouds. Yeah. No, you know, not terrible. Terrible. Yeah. It's, it's now, not, it's here, not here's an interesting thing going back to past lives. And I, I think my guides kind of arranged it this way to kind of keep me humble because I had this ego thing that kicked in after I first woke up. And the first, I would say, five or six past lives that I saw, they were all in some way related to the lessons I'm learning here today, obviously to be a healer and a teacher, but they were all the ones where I took the wrong turns with that. And I I created cults and, and distorted people's lives in ways that were unacceptable. And I think those were shared with me to show me the pitfalls of ego. And so it's, what do I want to say? It's, it's not that this is here to say that, that you're doomed or that you have to uh, play the game differently, but it's an assistance to show you, okay, here are some pitfalls that you might be coming up on. And so just to be aware of these. Absolutely. That's why in our channeling class that we offer, we do a past, we have a past life regression right in there because when you take on this path, there are ways that either you've been harmed by people using energy negatively, um, or using their will, using, you know, the whatever, using this, the negative magics, um, and or yourself using them and yeah. being afraid of what's possible. And I think that's, it's, it's so common. I mean, 
it's so if we understood our true ability to create how much our intentions and thoughts create our reality we've been guilty of it already and it's just the understanding the more we understand of this beautiful gift that we have the more we can be deliberate creators the more we can you know and not flog ourselves for being human still and having negative feelings um we just as healers can and everybody i feel like we all have that healer within us i love the superpower because we all have our own superpowers and to access them is part of this magic and the ability to move through let go we have already already blown past our second break so i'm gonna have to put a pin in this And we will pick it up when we come back on the other side of the break. So hang with us. We'll be right back. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827. And let me know, how has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you, and go out and live soul first. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. Want to see what Voice America is up to behind the scenes? Follow us on TikTok at Voice America Talk Radio. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to AskSophia at TransformationSpace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales. I am still here with the amazing and wonderful Franny the Healer. And before the break, we had talked about some of the steps to move through as you're clearing out these familial patterns. Uh, one was awareness. The second was stepping away from the pain, freeing yourself from the pain of that uh, event or pattern, uh, also AKA forgiveness. (laughs) Uh, Communication, understanding what it is, this pattern is here to help you um, heal from or learn or how it moves you forward in this world. I call that digging for diamonds. Ooh, Um, I love it. Because the shit that shows up in our life, the refuse that gets compacted under pressure, eventually does become a diamond that is here to serve you. And when people come to me for, I want to renegotiate my soul contract, we spend a fair amount of time on this before we decide to change anything 
because a lot of times the things that are causing you the most grief contain your biggest gifts. And so it's important to understand what you might be bypassing if you change your contract. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Before yeah, you change true. the contract. <laughs> For sure. Absolutely. So those are the first three steps. Is there anything else we need to be aware of as we're moving through and clearing out these patterns? Thank you. That I love that digging the digging up the diamonds is perfect. Um, I think the main one is to really recognize that there's layers of this, the layers of the patterns. And I want to bring up love relationships specifically. It's kind of the easiest to, to look at. So when, let's say for an example, you had a parent who let the, their significant other really talk to them, yell at them, you know, really say negative things. They were never able to either couldn't because of physical fear, abuse, um, or could just never find the boundaries to say, look, we need to speak differently in our house. Um, you know, when you realize, okay, my, my partner is really not speaking to me kindly. My, I'm, I'm stuck in the same pattern, even though they're a different person that my parent is. Um, it's that when you make the new boundaries, either your partner that you're with is going to evolve and their communication, their throat chakra is going to open. More of them is going to come forward, or you may end up with somebody completely different. And a year well, from yeah, now, you may need to invite them to leave. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, the, the reality is that the next person, they may also do some of the similar things, but it may be different. Depending well, they, on what they you may do. respond to that boundary differently, right? Exactly. When you let someone go who is harming you directly, you completely make a new boundary. Yeah, the universe responds. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it responds with a test. It's like, are you really done with this pattern? Let's send you another yeah. one and see. And so exactly. you may have to invite another one to leave. You may have to say no again. You may have to say, no, this is not, not what I'm willing to deal with. And well, and as, able to do that. as this repeats, right, you start to see the warning signs or the flags, the early flags that this could be a problem. Right. Which allows right. you to address it earlier. Like they just yelled at the server. Bye. Not no no for no second date. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, you they know decided I don't not think to I'm going down that road because, <laughs> I mean, when you're on a first or second date with someone, they're showing you the best version of themselves, and so if someone is snapping at the server on your first or second date, just imagine what that's going to be a year from now, when they don't Deal feel breaker. like they need to be showing their best self. Yeah. 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 So that's the main thing is be patient with yourself. Your guides are, they love you so much and you're going to get through this pattern. The more you recognize it and the more you set those boundaries, you can really work with it. Working with, you know, I think there's beauty in working on communication with a partner yeah. and you'll well, know when they just can't do it. You'll know the difference. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing, right? Because we as humans are extremely adaptable. And so we adapt to and get used to all kinds of terrible situations that um, it can sometimes be hard because it feels so different when you get somebody who doesn't play those patterns. So the thing to be aware of as as you're going down the road is to pay attention to when it feels uncomfortably unfamiliar. 
because that's mm. actually probably a good sign. If this guy shows up and he's treating you with respect, if he's listening to you without interrupting you or mansplaining things or <laughs> holding the door for you, whatever the, the signs of respect are that are important to you, um, don't run away because it feels so unfamiliar. This is the new normal you're asking for. So give it some time to sink in and adjust. Yes. And the beauty of it is that when you can do that in one area of life, guess what? Your bank account's like, oh, I can adjust too. Yes. You know what? I can, I, take more I can in be over more plush. Yes. <laughs> I can take more health in. I can take more abundance of joyful friends. I can, there's, there's, it's limitlessness. Our imagination is the limit. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, we are got about eight minutes left. I know you have a five-minute healing meditation you wanted to take uh, me and the listeners through. Yes. Yes. I would love to. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I'm honored. Okay. Be before we start, if you are listening to this in a car, I would like you to pull over and be safe. Do not continue on down the road. It's not a safe thing to do. Find a place to pull over and be safe so you can participate or make a note to come back to SovereignSelf.live and to, to do it from the replay. One of the two. <laughs> All right. Take it away, Franny. Thank you so much. Okay. I'm just going to, I just want to say I'm honored to, to be with you in this moment to support your beautiful being. We're just going to take some moments to breathe together and your body releases energy the most when you're able to just close your eyes and sit comfortably. You don't have to have both feet on the ground, but if you feel like grounding more, that would be great. <clears throat> I'll just affirm that we are, as we begin to breathe together, grounded. Grounding in our physical reality and specifically your beautiful grounding cords get to drop into the earth, anchoring into the heart center and I invite you to go ahead and just breathe. Brilliant deep breath in through your nose, out through your mouth. Today, we're just going to take a really easy, easy journey, easy visualization together to release ancestral karma, ancestral pain, ancestral suffering, and anything that has maybe even felt like a curse, something like that you couldn't break through. And with the support, everyone here who has set the intention today, let's set our intention now. In your beautiful mind's eye, I am ready to release all that no longer serves me today along my ancestral lineages, all that I can release with the greatest ease on my body, mind, and soul. Thank you. I love that intention. 
And as you continue that breath, and your body feels more relaxed, we're gonna address the beautiful right and left side of your body. I want you to imagine yourself, feel, sense, and know. We're gonna begin by your favorite tree. I want you to have your back up against this beautiful tree. Hmm, I got to see this in a beautiful healing yesterday, so I'm bringing the baobab tree. Mm. Beautiful baobab tree, but you pick any tree you want. I have a beautiful queen palm. As you relax here, you have expanded in your consciousness to this beautiful, beautiful energy of this tree. The essence of it 100% is here to support you in grounding and journeying, expanding. So we're going to invite you to expand. Go ahead. You get to flow up, up, up to the stars. Mm. And Orion's belt is really what calls us today. In your mind's eye, your, your beautiful consciousness just knows where to go. Brings you to the three sisters in Orion's belt. Here, the beautiful archangels are already here. For you, for those of you, it may just be your spirit helpers. And even further, you may just see two beautiful pillars of light. One is going to be a deeply green emerald, green pillar of light. The other pillar is a brilliant gold light. Just for today, gold is going to represent, it's actually ribboning with silver, which is usually the color they show. So a gold and silver pillar is going to represent your left side, mom lineage. You get to float right to those pillars of light. Your ancestor guides are there, your spirit guides, any of the beloved beings you connect with the deepest, the divine mother, the divine father. It's a celestial host of love. And that right side is being fully, mm, fully permeated by that beautiful green pillar of light, the deeply green healing flame is a flame of physical healing and manifestation. We think of right side as dad lineage, paternal lineage, left side, mother lineage. Mm, as you breathe, you can even, if you are laying down, you can even spread your arms, right arm stretched out, left arm. And with your eyes still closed, breathe deep. With each breath, your lineages, your lineages will receive this into your being. You can stay in this as long as you'd like. You can come back to this space, green, gold, and silver. And I hand this over to your ancestors and guides. 
This is a beautiful place for you to come back to. I hand it over to your guides and angels. Thank you. Thank you. As you come back into the body, coming back, say your name three times. I'm back in the body. Thank you, Divine, for putting more of me back in the body. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you so much for that, Franny. Um, I guess I want to take just 60 seconds to focus on one last little topic. Um, because sometimes it feels, what do I want to say, awkward. Um, or we might have some resistance around saying thank you for something that seemed pretty painful and hurtful. How, how does one shift into gratitude for something like that? Mm. The way my heart connects to it is just, I'm grateful for being more separate, for more of it to be out of my body. If not for the, not really for the experience itself, but gratitude for, for the release. It, yeah. yeah, for the release, truly. Yeah. Beautiful. I love that. I think that might be just the mindset shift that people may need around that. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Thank you for having me. And thank you. And thank you to everyone who joined us here today on the show. Um, we do this show for you. And I want it to be the most helpful and supportive show that it can possibly be for you. So I would love to hear from you. Drop me a quick line at AskSophia, A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A, at transformationspace.co. And just let me know what you appreciate about the show, what you'd like to see more of. If you have a topic you'd like to see us dig into or a guest you'd like to see me talk to, uh, send it over. I love to hear anything that you want to share with me. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 